Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. TikTok is spending $1.3 billion to dodge bans in Europe. European politicians are nervous about where TikTok's data goes. The company is spending big on local data centers, but analysts say it's not enough. By Chris Stokel-Walker. When Grant Shapps was appointed as the UK's defense minister this month, one of the first questions he faced was about his social media use. Shapps, previously energy minister, was one of the most prolific users of TikTok in the British government, and military experts and the media wanted to know whether he had the app on his phone. It's already banned from official devices in Parliament. And the UK isn't the only country that has grown increasingly nervous about the security risks of TikTok. This year, one nation after another has banned TikTok from devices used by government staff and elected officials. Citing unspecified national security risks, the European Commission, European Union, and European Parliament introduced a ban on officials' devices in March. The Parliament later called on member states to do the same. The reason for such circumspection across Europe? The thing that has blighted TikTok throughout its existence, it is owned by ByteDance, which is registered in the Cayman Islands, but whose management is based in Beijing. That connection to China and the perceived risk, despite denials from TikTok representatives that the company would have to accede to Chinese state demands to share data with the Communist Party government, have raised fears. To try to reassure European governments, TikTok is spending 1.2 billion euros, or $1.3 billion, to build three new data centers, two in Ireland and one in Denmark, which means that by the end of 2024, the data of users in the EU data won't leave the jurisdiction. The data centers are part of a broader initiative that includes opening a European transparency center that regulators will be able to visit to learn more about how the app works. TikTok has also appointed an external consultant, UK-based NCC Group, to provide an independent assessment of its cybersecurity. The plan, which TikTok calls Project Clover, is a hugely expensive and very visible attempt to prove that the platform is neither breaking EU laws on data transfers nor sending sensitive user data to China. We believe that this is genuinely industry-leading, says Theo Bertram, TikTok's vice president of public policy in Europe. No one else has done something like this. But it may not be enough. Suspicion of Chinese technology runs deep in some parts of the EU and in the UK, where senior intelligence officials have warned about Beijing's growing threat in cyberspace. 
I don't really know how this plays out, Sam Sharp's executive director of policy at the Tony Blair Institute for Global Change says, and whether the reassurances they give, even if today they meet the best standards of investigations of data protection authorities around Europe, are at a political level going to be enough. TikTok has around 150 million users in Europe, many of whom are committed to the short-form video platform, spending around 90 minutes or more on the app every day according to the company's own data. It's hugely popular with a younger, more dedicated user base than competitors in the social space. Yet the threat of a ban constantly looms over the app, in part because of those long-standing Chinese connections. Although the app is a separate one to the one available in China called Douyin, it shares some features in addition to that tricky parent company. While TikTok has spent significant time and effort building up staff in its operating countries to localize the app, ByteDance's management remains in China. Although the company claims no identifying data travels to the headquarters in Beijing, there are concerns among China skeptics that the country's telecoms and national security laws would mean it would have to snoop on users if asked. TikTok denies it has ever been asked to do so, and said it wouldn't if asked. TikTok poses several unacceptable risks for European users, including data access by Chinese authorities, censorship, and the tracking of journalists, says Moritz Körner, a German member of the European Parliament. In the U.S., there is a bipartisan consensus that China is the country's biggest threat, says Anupam Chander, professor of law and technology at Georgetown University, which has led to calls to outright ban TikTok and other Chinese-owned technology platforms. In response, TikTok launched Project Texas, which is similar to Project Clover, onshoring data, opening a transparency center, and appointing Oracle as an independent auditor with oversight of its data. The project has led to disputes, including with the Chinese government, over who gets to scrutinize the app's algorithm, which is its main point of differentiation to competitors, according to reports by Forbes. The U.S. government has suggested that it might force a sale of TikTok to separate it from its Chinese parent. The Chinese government says it won't let that happen. Project Clover is a step in the right direction, but it does not ensure that European data requested by Chinese authorities will not, in the end, be transferred to China says Kerner. Just like U.S. big tech companies, TikTok is trapped between diverging legal requirements. It has to obey Chinese law while also attempting to obey EU law. While some countries have taken a lighter touch toward TikTok, the European Commission, European Parliament, and EU Council have all banned TikTok from being used on official devices of parliamentarians and their staff, as have several countries within the bloc, including Belgium and Denmark. In Norway, which is not in the EU but is a member of the European Economic Area, government officials and parliamentarians are banned from having TikTok on their devices. TikTok's efforts to ring-fence European data will be pointless if it can't convince the skeptics. Until there is no legally enforceable data protection agreement between China and the EU, or at least an EU-China no-spying agreement, the data dragon TikTok must be placed under the constant surveillance of the European authorities, says Kerner. Mobile phones are critical infrastructure. While the cybersecurity concerns remain, TikTok should be banned from the devices of European political and economic decision makers. And for European policymakers, China isn't the only concern. While all the European user data involved in Project Clover is to be migrated to European data centers, it's currently being held in what TikTok calls a European enclave in the United States as an interim measure. While covered under rules allowing European to U.S. data transfers, the reliance on sending European users' data to the U.S. may give some pause at a time when they're already skeptical. 
On a recent media call about Project Clover, TikTok representatives faced questions about whether their actions were enough to convince European politicians to wind back bans on the app. The next stage is to have those conversations with governments, says Bertram, who added he was keen to have those discussions. We are very happy to engage and get feedback from security experts around the region, including government, he adds, and we want to make sure those experts understand what we're doing and we hope it'll satisfy their concerns. There is a performative element to TikTok's investments in European infrastructure. According to Sharps, Project Clover has an element of PR promotion to it. They're saying, we are a totally normal business. We've got this governance structure. We abide by all the rules and we can go out of our way to reassure people around the data protection policies, he says. But Sharps also believes there's a genuine motivation behind it. They're trying to put their money where their mouth is and seriously investing in European countries and trying to build these new governance structures. Still, he isn't sure it's going to be enough. TikTok's situation has echoes of hardware giant Huawei's travails. After the U.S. began a concerted global campaign to get countries to remove its telecoms equipment from their networks over espionage concerns. Huawei spent a decade going through all these processes of massive investment in PR and communications and telling everyone it was a very normal business and putting in place particular processes for putting it in the UK, which was subject to all these additional checks, Sharps says. And in the end, it sort of just didn't work. Thanks for listening to Wired. I'm Zeke Robison, and for more stories just like this one, visit us at Wired.com. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at Wired.com business. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.